Well, good morning, everybody, this fine Thursday morning, the 30th of November in the year of our Lord, 2023, and you're listening to Sister on Scripture. Today, we're picking up where we left off on Monday with the book of Ezekiel, chapter 35, and we are reading out of the NASB 1977 edition, if you'd like to follow along. Um, sorry about the late start this morning. It seems that um, some kind of uh, audio issues trying to get everything to work. I could turn it up. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was all the way down. Is that better? Thank you, Tim. Okay. I didn't realize that I'd, uh, one of the dogs must have hit the button um, and scrolled it down, or I may have hit it when I was trying to connect Bluetooth. I got it connected to the new device. You know, I upgraded. Tam knows I upgraded, but everybody else doesn't. I, I finally broke down and upgraded with Apple. Um, it didn't cost me anything up front or anything like that, but my my phone, I just could not hear out of the speakers, and it was it was really Coy Griffin in um, at Bards Fest Yuba City when he was trying to use my phone. Him and Scott were uh, talking on mine, and he couldn't hear, bless him. It, it was so low, and he kept trying to turn it up, and I was like, put it on speakerphone, you could hear, but then everybody else hears what you're saying, right? So, um, it just kept getting worse and worse, and I realized it was not my hearing, it was the device. So, I upgraded, and um, I got the, I went ahead and stayed with iPhone. It's the iPhone 15 Pro Max, but I'll tell you what, Apple... And AT&T, because I have AT&T, they are not very good at doing their jobs. Um, I was at the phone with uh, um, AT&T when I was trying to connect the device on Tuesday. And I started on the phone just before 1130, continued on the phone until after 330, so over four hours, trying to get the device connected to the right line. It was connected to my daughter's line. And not mine. So I got them to do that. They kept disconnecting me, turned mine off, and then wound up. Um, I, it wound up they um, disconnected Caitlin's, um, my daughter who just had McKinley, my granddaughter. And so me and her trying to do, you know, communicate off of her husband's phone. And I'm on with AT&T on um, the online help chat which I mean it really does work good so then you can get in touch with somebody without being on the phone but good grief and yeah Tam says uh, can consumer cellular USA is um, USA based customer service and I really need to look into them though now I'm connected for two years I could go back give them this phone back and get something else but I'd have to pay I think out of pocket for it or or did they do the same kind of deals like um, AT&T does to where you get it and just pay over it like over time so much per month? They do. Oh, awesome. I'm going to look into that because I'm still in a period where I can return because they didn't even like in addition to the number issue, this was supposed to be one of the blue ones. I got a neutral like white gray. And it was supposed to be, yes, I go excessive on the memory, but it's because I use it a lot. I go through a lot of pictures. And um, so this phone, my old phone, is 528 gigabytes of memory. So this time I was like, ooh, I'm going to go up some more, you know, so that way I don't have to get another phone for a very long time. And so I got the, I ordered the 1024 gigabyte memory. And I didn't get that. I got a 256. So I'm just like, okay, God, what did you want here? Did you want me to do this? Did you not want me to do this? You know, I've been waiting. Um, so it's just been a disaster trying to get it connected. I got it connected this morning um, via Bluetooth, but it won't play sound. I'm going to actually try something real quick and see if y'all can hear the sound. Um, because I couldn't. I know we're a little bit off topic this morning, but... Um, I know you guys understand. Uh, Mary Allen saying she's having AT&T nightmares. 
And yeah, Tam, um, Tam told me the other day we were on the phone. It was great. Um, that they use the consumer cellular uses AT&T towers and the prices are amazing. Customer service is USA based. Um, service so we're gonna try something here on the music and yes i am into i love christmas music guys i am i am a big christmas music fan and so you're gonna get christmas music but here's one that's not all christmasy let's see can y'all hear that No. Okay. See, it's not playing. Um, I'm going to try it on my other device. Let's see. I wonder if it's because it's Apple Music. I did purchase um, the album for that TSO that I played, the O Come All You Faithful, O Holy Night um, rendition by TSO. And I had to go on YouTube uh, to actually get that to play. So let's see. It may be that. If you guys don't mind, I'm gonna let this go. Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept their dreams over silent flocks by night. Behold, throughout the heaven, there's shown a holy light. The shepherds fear and tremble when the Lord above the earth rang out the working and that's a very good version of need to breathe go tell it on the mountain song i just love that song it's beautiful so yes i'm going to be troubleshooting um what's going on with the new device and why um and liz it looks like you just got your founder's bible in the leather uh that's awesome i i too tam love the leather um i keep it put up and I didn't intentionally get the leather. Um, I actually got a hardback. Scott got us, um, got me one for Christmas last year. And it wound up, the pages separated at the very beginning um, from the spine. And so all of the um, 
the parts where you could put in your family history on the tree and and that kind of thing it all come out and so it um i i reached out to them and i needed to talk to them anyway to make sure that it was okay for me to go over um that and quote that um book from uh, for my show so i wanted to make sure i had it well i called them and their customer service is terrific i mean they the lady that was there she's not there anymore but she was wonderful and it wasn't like anything bad that she parted um because i talked to pastor brad about it and they sent out the um the heritage or heirloom i think it's heirloom the leather backed one um they sent me that one and i told them i had the hardback not that one you know i was kind of in a way i was disappointed because i was like oh scott scott made sure i had this one and now i got a different one but i kept the letter that he had sent and because like i said i've said i'm very sentimental and um so i've got it in the um, leather one now and it's just like it's amazing it's a big difference having the leather back versus hardback because my nasb hardback that's 1977 is literally falling apart this bible has the spine is completely broken it's gone and it's it's separating um every day it separates some you could tell i use this bible for sure i'll have to upload a picture in uh knickknacks um but yeah you can go um whoever if y'all don't have one thefoundersbible.com and scott's got a code bards for that i need to get me a code maybe i can get me a code from brad mm. but they are they're very good um just a historical bible i looked up and found one um at the thrift store earlier this year or like yeah it had to be earlier this year Oh, Mary, she said there's a service that'll respond your Bible. Hmm. I wonder if it costs more, though, than what the actual Bible did. Because this one is the um, the study Bible, the Hebrew-Greek keyword study Bible. I've posted it before. I think some other ones have it as well. Um, I love it. It's a very good study tool, and it helps bring out some of the ideas that you don't get. But I did find this. Um, it's a 19... No, it's a 70, 1775 to 1975 Bicentennial Bible. And it's kind of like the Founder's Bible in a way. Um, I'll have to find that one because I don't see it up on my bookshelf. I think it's in on the other one. I had to create a third bookshelf in here. Campers are not made for books, so they should fix that. Like, I'm going to put in all where the TV was. I took the TV out, and we have books. Um, but, yeah, this, it's a good one. Um, Liz says she's planning to purchase them for her kids, especially Forrest and Kelsey for their new home and whenever their wedding is. That's what I want to do with Caitlin and Ethan um, is get them a Founder's Bible for their home, especially having McKinley now. They've got, you know, Bibles. I've, I've given them Bibles, and she's got Bibles. But... I really like that one and see with Ethan being in the military it it brings that to life to him because uh, to life for him because he loves our country he knows the declaration he knows the constitution and having yeah the history in there is absolutely amazing um, it really ties a lot of things together and things that I hadn't even heard about, like how they went over the Book of Romans for years before they even engaged in the very first battle of the American Revolution. Um, I think we read that on, it was on Sister on Scripture, but I don't remember if it was on Podbean or Telegram. One of the two. I need to find that because it was a wonderful verse. And I'm so glad to see you here, Murphat, and everybody else that's here in the chat. It's beautiful to see you guys live. Um, I always miss, like, I, I find out that people want that episode, and they listen to it, but they usually listen to it on the upload. And so I don't get to see those people, and I don't get the comments, so. Aw, Murphat had Brad sign one for her daughter. 
And now she's getting married. Yeah, she had a beautiful proposal out on the beach. And she's just gorgeous, little girl. Well, I say little girl, but she's a young, young adult. Actually, an adult, really. But I'm older, so we just call them little girls, even though they're, you know, older. Um, I think God really wanted you, Murphette, to send her that one, you know. That's, that's where you were um, led to. And now since we've gone like, it's 1144 here, I guess we should dive into Ezekiel, right? Instead of me just chatting the whole time. Because I'm just chatty Kathy here. So when we left off on Ezekiel 34, it was the prophecy against the shepherds of Israel. Um, there were three accusations against the kings of Israel. They exploited God's people under their care. They did not care for and defend the weak and helpless, and they allowed the flock of God to be scattered. God didn't want them scattered, but he had to scatter them in order to save them. Um, and and now they are bringing, you know, in our time and, and later on in this chapter or in this book of Ezekiel, God starts bringing them back. He gives them that promise. And um, because of... God brought this scripture out of me yesterday on Bards FM um, when Scott was doing that show. Ezekiel 34, 26 is very important here because even though um, Ezekiel thus far has been kind of sad, you know, um, and like Job, the book of Job, this is why I love Job because God is... Even though Job goes through all of the the pain and torture and and sadness of losing his family, losing his his animals, losing everything, Job lost everything, but never blamed God. He stayed faithful to God and blamed himself. Thought, hey, I did something wrong. It wasn't God that did it, because God's a good, loving Father. Um, but God. Even at the end of that, God was trying to rain down and did rain down blessings upon him. Just like God is going to rain down blessings upon the Israelites and upon all of us. Um, and that's what Ezekiel 34, 26 really, really meant to me. It says, and I will make them and places around my hill a blessing. And I will cause showers to come down in their season. They will be showers of blessing. You know, we we talk about being washed by the blood, washed, you know, we washed in white as snow. If we go through different songs and you hear where God has used the rains for cleansing, just like with the song, you know, he washed them white as snow, referring to Jesus and Jesus' sacrifice. Our, our sin is washed away. And... So good things come out of the rains, you know. That's what the farmers used for their seasons because, you know, they had a dry season and they had a rainy season, just like we get here in the United States. Oh, and side note, if y'all um have not listened to the Conley's episode last night, it's very good. Go tune in. It's really good. Good stuff going on. God is really doing miraculous things right now. I know... With a lot of the division and stuff like that that we're seeing with a few, it's not a lot. It's just a few. And unfortunately, it's a few that are being used by Satan for deception and to be divisive because of what we all experienced or what many experienced at Yuba City, even those that were online and not there in person. Um, if you went through and followed, not Yuba City, uh, Flemingsburg, if you went through and actually listened to the speakers, then you will you'll you'll get something out of it. A lot of good stuff out of it. Yes, Dew Sprinklers on Kilts of Christian last night was very good. And they're doing um speaking of which, um, Duncan said last night their QA, the Christmas QA, which I, I absolutely love. So I'll be there on Friday night um live. But his Q&A on Friday, that's the annual Christmas Q&A show. And on that, they, he's giving away a Founder's Bible that was 
I think it's a leather bound too. It was donated um, to give out for a gift. I don't remember who had, had done it, um, who had donated it, but he's giving out that, some shirts. Let me see what all um, Duncan's doing. There's a bunch. He's got it on the Kilted Christian Telegram channel. Oh, Mary, that's that's that is a bummer. She said she's busy and can't listen. Goodness, where's Kilted Christian at on here? There we go. Okay, so what he's given out on December 1st is three hoodies, five t-shirts, three long sleeve t-shirts, 10 Kilted Christian hats, three of the Kilted Christian star uh, car sticker packs. And then um, the Founder's Bible he announced last night. I don't see it on the, the site on Kilted Christian on Telegram, but. It's there um, on on his site. The other stuff is. I don't usually get to listen to it live because it's later in the evening. And I'm trying to wind down at that time so I can get to sleep. And so I miss a lot of that. But yet God is promising the Israelites the, a blessing. He's going to rain down a blessing. And um, so in 35, the prophecy against Mount Seir, Sire, Seir, I think it's Seir, which is also Edom. Oh, yes. Yeah, Tam, I had to, it was a battle for um, <laughs> Sayer. Okay, thank you, Laura. Um, last year, me and Mary were like, I was like, goodness, she is quick. So it says she's not going to be there. And so we actually have a chance. Yeah, Memo. I love those. I love trivia shows so much. Um, and especially when they're on, like, on scripture. Because it, you know, it kind of encourages people to get out their Bibles, read their Bibles. And Duncan was so funny last night. He was like, I'll give you, uh, I think it was a cheat sheet or something like that. Yeah. Oh, a study guide, I think is what he said. And he said, the study guide begin with Genesis and finish up with Revelation. So pretty much all the pages in the Bible. And I was like, that is awesome. It's just so funny. So we're going to dive in now on 35. And Bella's saying hello. I'm not sure if it's Thursday or Monday now because it seems like a Monday. Sorry, guys. She's She hates cats. She doesn't hate cats. She just, my daughter's cats attacked her. And so she's like, yeah, no, I don't like you. 35. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it and say to it, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, Mount Seir. And I will stretch out my hand against you and I will make you a desolation and a waste. I will lay waste at your cities. Oh, sorry. I will lay waste your cities and you will become a desolation. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Because you have everlasting enmity and have delivered the sons of Israel to the power of the sword at the time of their calamity, at the time of the, the punishment of the end, Therefore, as I live, declares the Lord God, I will give you over to bloodshed, and to blood and bloodshed will pursue you, since you have not hated bloodshed. Therefore, bloodshed will pursue you. 
all who ha- who have God against them have the word of God against them. Edom um, had perpetual hatred between the, there was, um, sorry, I went into Mount Seir. I had the note Edom for Mount Seir there. So that doesn't include here, but it does in a way. The perpetual hatred between the descendants of Jacob and Esau were a part of Edom. Oh, goodness. It's another um, negative prophecy. This here is another negative prophecy coming towards them. And we've seen that before in Isaiah. Um, Isaiah 33, 4 through 17. We're going to read that. All and all the hosts of heaven will wear away and the sky will be rolled up like a scroll. All their hosts will also wither away as a leaf withers from the vine or as one withers from the fig tree. For my sword is satiated, satiated in heaven. Behold, it shall descend for judgment upon Edom and upon the people whom I have devoted to destruction. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is sated with fat, with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord has a sacrifice in Basra and a great slaughter in the land of Edom. Wild oxen shall also fall with them and young bulls with strong ones. Thus their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust become greasy with fat. For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a year of recompense for the cause of Zion. And its streams shall be turned into pitch, and its loose earth into brimstone. And its land shall become burning pitch. It shall not be quenched night or day. Its smoke shall go up forever from generation to generation. It shall be desolate. None shall pass through it forever and ever, but pelican and hed- hedgehog shall possess it, and owl and raven shall dwell in it. And he shall stretch over it the line of desolation and the plumb line of emptiness. Its nobles, there is no one there whom they may proclaim king, and all its princes shall be nothing. And thorns shall come up in its fortified towers, nettles and thistles in its fortified cities. It shall also be a haunt of jackals and an abode of ostriches. Ostriches. I can't say ostrich properly. Oh, happy belated birthday to have. And the desert creatures shall meet with the wolves. The hairy goat shall also cry to its kind. Yes, the night monster shall settle there and shall find herself a resting place. The tree snake shall make its nest and lay eggs there, and it will hatch and gather them upon under its protection. Yes, the hawks shall be gathered there, every one with its kind. Seek from the book of the Lord and read. Not one of these will be missing. None will lack its mate, for his mouth has commanded and his spirit has gathered them and he has cast the lot for them and his hand has divided it to them by line they shall possess it forever from generation to generation they shall dwell in it that was um isaiah 33 4 through 17 and i will put these all in the show notes Ezekiel 35, 7. And just for background history, Edom and Israel has been enemies dating back to the twins in the womb, extending all the way to the Herods. So it's been a long time that they've had this division. And I will make Mount Seir, or Edom, a waste and a desolation, and I will cut off from it the one who passes through and returns. 
and I will fill its mountains with its slain on your hills and in your valleys and in your and in and in all your ravines those slain by the sword will fall. In Galatians six seven. I'm sorry, six, seven through eight. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, this he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap destruction from the flesh. But the one who sows to the spirit will reap eternal life from the spirit. You know, that phrase that goes that the, whatever you sow, you shall reap. This right here, that's where it comes from. Galatians 6 seven and a lot of times people we are fleshly beings and that's what Jesus kept trying to proclaim is to give up the flesh when you're reborn in him you give up your flesh you give up ownership over your body because God owns you God created you God is the artist of your body God is the artist of all of that you do so you need to turn that over to him and seek him first. If you have something going on in your life and you're like, I don't know what to do. Instead of going to others, go to God, take it to father. And don't, you know, Jesus taught that of all the commandments, the two greatest were to have no other gods before him and to love your brothers and sisters as yourself. That's why, you know, you do to others what you want them to do to you. You treat others with kindness and, and give them grace. And then, only then, can you receive that grace and mercy that saves you. So while it's, it's a very noble thing to do, it's also a really, you know, it's kind of a selfish thing if you think about it, you know. You don't want to just do good for yourself. You don't want to just do good to make sure your salvation is, is intact. However... You know, we're only responsible for our own salvation. Jesus is responsible for our salvation through us. So we, you know, we don't, well, we worship together and we have fellowship together. I'm not responsible for anyone listening salvation. Jesus is. Just like you're not all responsible for mine. Jesus is. Yes, Laura, Little Red. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6.33. But instead, we live in a world that's been created to seek pleasure of the flesh. Instead of denying the flesh to seek pleasure from the Father and from Jesus. Thirty-five eight, and I will fill its mountains with it with its slain on your hills and in your valleys and in all your ravines. Those slain by the sword will fall. I will make you an everlasting desolation, and then and your cities will not be inhabited. Then you will know that I am the Lord, because you have said these two nations and these two lands will be mine, and we will possess them. Although the Lord was there. Therefore, as I live, declares the Lord God, I will deal with you according to your anger and according to your envy, which you showed because of your hatred against them. So I will make myself known among them when I judge you. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have heard all your re revelings, which you have spoken against the mountains of Israel, saying, they are laid desolate. They are given to us for food. And you have spoken arrogantly against me and have multiplied your words against me. I have heard, thus says the Lord God, as all the earth rejoices, I will make you a desolation. As you rejoiced over the inheritance of the house of Israel because it was desolate, so I will do to you. You will be a desolation, O Mount Seir, and all Edom, all of it then they will know that I am the Lord. See, God's not mocked. And he is accusing them on three counts. And just like we saw in 34, there were three counts that they were wrong for. 
The first is perpetual hatred and attacks during times of calamity. The second is a lust for land of Israel. The third is the arrogance and cruel boasting over Israel's downfall. You don't, you don't take pleasure in the downfall of anyone. It doesn't matter if they're your enemies or not. You don't take pleasure in it. That judgment is God's. We don't, we don't have that pleasure. That is his and his alone. Just like, um, like with judgment, we, we can't sit there and judge someone and think that, oh, well, they're a very sinful person. I can't have anything to do with them. They're not doing what the scripture says. And, and they're, you know, they're thinking they're holier than thou. Well, you know what? Like Jesus said to the prostitute, let he use without sin cast the first stone. And what happened? They all left. Because they weren't without sin. We're not without sin. And in God's eyes, one sin's just as bad as another, except for blasphemy, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. So while we're trying to be, oh goodness, sorry, that was my phone. So yes, Matt and Hev, in condemning others, we condemn ourselves. That is exactly correct. We can't condemn others. We, we're not responsible for their fortune or misfortune. And, you know, the word of the Lord is, is coming to the people. Keep, keep saying to them, Galatians and in earlier Ezekiel, how, you know, you're not responsible for the sins of your father or the sins of your son. So like with father and son, if a father leads his son down the correct path, but the son doesn't follow that, they, they see the right way, but won't walk in it, then the father's not responsible for that sin of the son. Just like the son, say the son is righteous and blameless and walks for the Lord and, and lives for the Lord, but the father is a drunken, arrogant person. Well, the son is not responsible for what the father did. Just like with the watchman, what's the watchman in Ezekiel 33? Once the watchman warns the people of, you know, their, um, of their sin or their misery and danger, that's the responsibility of a watchman. They must warn or else he is responsible for the death. And this death is not necessarily a literal one of, you know, your heart stopping, you stop breathing, die. This is a death of the flesh and where your soul is. You know, whether you're going to be going to heaven or you're going to hell. Whether you're going to be with, with the Father and then, I mean, you still have to account for what you've done. Every word spoken, every action done, God knows it. You're not hiding anything from him. You must go and repent. Right now, repentance is huge. And it's not repentance for anyone else. Just like I, I talked about on Monday, we don't pray in public for people to see us. We pray for Father to hear us and be pleased with us. We pray to help others. We pray to help ourselves. We pray because God orders us to pray and to ask him for the things that we need from a, a humble and loving heart, not out of, oh, well, God's going to give me this. All I got to do is ask. Well, no, that's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. You have to come from humble places and a humble heart, a loving heart. Like Jesus said, it's not what goes into the mouth the end stomach that defiles a person, it's what comes out of the heart, what comes out of their mouth. So it's not necessarily what you eat, but what you, you put out. So if like in Ezekiel, Ezekiel was the, the most theatrical of the prophets and Ezekiel, oh no, we're not doing call-ins from people that just entered, sorry. It's not how we go here. Um, we take call-ins, but 
You can't just pop in the show and say, well, I'm going to call in because I have learned that is not acceptable. It gets distracting. So if you want to reach out and have something to say, email me at Nikki9 at com, and we can get you on the show scheduled. But um, with all the people that try to come on and, and whoever start drama, we're not doing that. Yes, on Podbean, it can be difficult. So I, I never want to discourage anyone from talking about the Lord, but we need to do it in, um, if I knew you and if you'd been on the show before, then it would be different. But, and I appreciate you popping in. I'm glad for the new people that are here. That's awesome. Um, but out of respect for everyone else, we got to keep it orderly, like Lil Red just said. So our, you know, the people are being punished here because they had that perpetual hatred and they attacked them when they were down. They, they had a lust for the land of Israel and they had arrogance and cruelty and they were boasting. They weren't being how God is wanting us to be. And, you know, the Messiah hasn't came yet, but there was promise already and Ezekiel um, 34 about the restoration, about how they're going to send them um, a shepherd. They wanted a king. They wanted a king and a prince. And, you know, we saw what happened when they got a king. Look at Nebuchadnezzar. Look at the others. Um, it's not been good when they had those kings. So God's like, hey, look, I'm going to send you a shepherd. I'm going to send you David. And he's going to feed you. He's going to feed them himself. And they're going. he's going to be your shepherd. But they, yes, Matt, they wanted an earthly kingdom. They didn't want what God was trying to offer them. They wanted what they thought they needed. And see, we may think that we, we have different things that we need, but God knows what we need versus our wants. I've got some more scripture here for you guys. Um, Obadiah. 113. Do not enter the gate of my people in the day of their disaster. Yes, you. Do not gloat over their calamity in the day of their disaster, and do not loot their wealth in the day of their disaster. And two. I don't think I'm supposed to go to Acts today. I think that was a different day. Sorry, I'm pulling up my um, place markers where I had noted stuff for you guys. I had another one. Actually, I had a couple more. But I got distracted this morning when this everything wouldn't act right. we'll skip it i'll put them in the thing though um and then we're way after the time so um i see uh lori's gotta go so we're gonna actually go ahead and go into prayer and close out and we'll pick this up on monday at 11 a.m eastern time we will um start with ezekiel 36 the mountains of israel to be blessed so if you guys will join me, we'll go ahead and go into prayer. Um, Lil Red did put up a great scripture here. Oh, it's scrolling down. It's 1 Corinthians 6, 19. You should know that your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit who is in you and was given to you by God. So you do not belong to yourselves. Great passage. Now that I have all my Bible markers, all of this, right? We're going to go ahead and go pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for coming into this space, for filling us with your love and your wisdom, and giving us the discernment that we need in this time through um, 
through what many had suffered from and we're able to know because we have the Bible. We are actually able to to open it up and read it. In many places, many people aren't able to do that still. In this day and time, they're still struggling to be able to have a Bible of their own and be able to read the scriptures for themselves. There's still Bibles, Father, that that haven't even been translated into the original language of some of your people. So, Father, we pray blessings upon those, blessings upon those that have suffered um, pure torture just to get this word out. Father, we are so blessed to have you as a loving Father. You you only want good for us and, and protection, just like we do for our children. So, Father, help guide us to be able to use our discernment to help others, to bring them closer to you, Father. Use us to do your will. Use us, Father, to bring glory to your name because you woke us up today. We know we have a purpose. So, Father, I pray for all of those that don't know their purpose today. God, just just deliver them to that. Show them the sign of what you want them to do because you give us all those signs. We get signs in the stars and the heavens. We get signs through one another through our brothers and sisters, we are all one in the body of Christ. You created us all individual and unique to bring certain different skill sets to to the table and, and different mindsets to, you know, when the scripture speaks to each of us, the living word is active like the double-edged sword. It's, it's coming through and it's going to pierce the heart of those who, who turn away from him. And it's going to bless the hearts of those who who turn towards him, even in their calamities, even in their, their sicknesses, even in their worst days, Father. Those of, the, of us that turn to you and not turn to ideas of the flesh or manipulations of Satan, Father God, that's who you want to bless. That's who you want to rain down your blessings upon. That's not who you want to punish. You're going to punish those who have brought evil down upon your children, those who have mis- misled even the youngest of child, those that are sacrificing these children through abortions, through all the abominations they're doing, Father, I pray that you harden their hearts, that you bring justice and deliver justice for these children upon them because they are innocent, Father God. They are innocent of this. They don't deserve the bloodshed on them. They don't deserve the calamity upon them. They don't deserve the hunger that's been brought to them. But Father, you can rescue them, you and you alone. So Father God, we pray that you use each of us today to bring that rescuing hope, that faith, that that resurrection spirit to the littlest of them who can be saved. Father God, use us to rescue these children from the pits of despair from the pits of Sheol, the ones that are are suffering day in and day out, spending more hours than Jesus did in Sheol. Jesus only spent six hours where some of these children are spending a lifetime, their own life in that because people are cruel, people are wicked, people are evil. Father God, we rebuke this evil. We repent from our wicked ways. We ask you, God, forgive us, please. For we do not know what we did, but, Father, we know now. So use us, Father God, to bring that wisdom of you to others. Use us, Father God, to bring the discernment to others. Use us, Father God, to to walk as disciples, spreading the word of Christ, the word of the Messiah that has come to rescue all. Help us, Father, to be able to lead people to that, not lead them to the slaughter, as many are doing, Father God. We don't. We need to work together, and that's what you're showing us all, that we're all unique. We're not what the magazines try to say we are. We're not what lamestream media tries to say. We are perfect and beautiful in the body of Christ. So, Father God, help keep us in that body of Christ. Help us to rebuke the demons. Help us to repent against our wickedness and help save us, Father God, from the pits of hell. Father, we thank you every day for everything that you've given us. And I just pray that that you use us, that the Holy Spirit just flows within each of us, listening both live and later, that that Holy Spirit comes through us and radiates life 
from us. It radiates truth from us. It radiates honesty and, and dignity and respect. And most of all, just the honor that it will bring to you, Father God, because that's what it's about. It's not about me or one particular person, but it's about us all together. We all work together in that body of Christ. And what you have brought together shall not be separated by any man, by any beast, by any word, Father God, because our love for you is stronger. We are overcomers. We have succeeded in times when nobody thought we'd succeed. We have lived and thrived in times just like right now in in the scripture in in the book of Ezekiel in chapter 35 how you're promising those blessings you want to rain down those blessings on your people so father god we are here rain your blessings down on us let us seek you let us tell you what we need let us be honest and come from a humble heart to say father god i need you father god i i need the living waters from you father we we need you and so, Father God, we, we ask for all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, I had to get something to drink after that. I felt like a Southern Baptist preacher there for a moment. I, I didn't spit on my screen, so we're all good. Guys, thank you so, so very much for being here. Um, the ones that are new... I pray that you will join us back again on Monday or another day. This show is on Monday and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Central. Oh, not Central. Goodness. 11 a.m. Eastern, um, 8 a.m. Pacific. And so I, I just pray that, um, you know, that you can go out and maybe something that I said uh, touches you. You can go out and help spread the love to others. And I'm going to get us a song to close out with and then i'll see you guys online um uh, if you have prayer requests send them to me we're gonna um scott's gonna read them on coffee and jesus bards of Fium, um the bards of war podbean show uh, on sunday so if you want to um if you've got a prayer request god's been answering these prayers he's moving mountains right now so uh, people are being healed of cancers and sicknesses and I myself, I was healed of kidney stones that I'd had for over five years in both kidneys. That's a testimony of, of God. God wants to bless us. So ask him for what you need. You can send me a prayer request at Nikki Knight at ProtonMail.com. You can send it to um, Telegram, Bards FM, or Knickknacks, or on Christ Followers. Um, yes. OJ28. I had large, massive kidney stones in both kidneys. And after prayer, they started coming out. After I saw a urologist and they was getting ready to schedule surgery, God said, wait, watch this. And they started coming out. Many, many people, because I do the prayer request for Scott, many people are, are praising because of the healing. Tam, right here, myself, or herself, she's witnessed herself the power of this prayer and the healing. So, guys, we've got this. God's got this. He loves us. He wants to bless us. So, allow him to bless you. Speak what you need from a humble heart. Send those prayer requests in because God is answering them. He wants to bless us. And with that, I'm going to leave you with Carol of the Bells, Manaheim Steamroller.
Sweet girl, 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 sweet